recognizing that my kid was doing the best that he could, but the anxiety was reducing his ability to execute. But also my anxiety about the situation reduced my skill set too. Hello and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? I know, it's been a little while, and things have been wildly inconsistent since April. That's kind of the point of this episode. It's just going to be me. I'm just going to sort of catch you up to date on where things are and where they're going. So back in February, one of my kids began to struggle pretty significantly. Um, Anxiety-related... It just kept getting worse after February. Um, So it's his story. Uh, He may or may not come on the podcast someday and decide to tell it. But right now, he's not interested in sharing anything publicly because he's still working through some stuff. We have literally the best support in the world for him. Um, But it's, it's difficult. It's really opened up my eyes to some of the struggles that the parents I work with have because... I've been having them too, and I'll talk a little bit about that on this podcast. But as I said, in February, he started to spike, and that just sort of continued into really May and June. Um, We had some complicating issues in there where we had our kitchen redone. We knew he had some anxiety stuff going on, and we ordered the kitchen while things were still manageable and doing okay. And then all of a sudden he spiked after the kitchen had been ordered, but before it came in and we sort of had to do it. In a perfect world, we would not have redone our kitchen. It was really bad timing, but we did. And I share that not to complain, but to point out that sometimes life gets in the way of navigating the challenges that we face. And also to point out that things like redoing a kitchen or moving even a parent starting a new job, can have significant effects on our kids, especially our kids who are neurodiverse. So that kitchen redo really threw my kid for a loop. And we've been sort of picking up the pieces of the spike and then the kitchen redo since then. That's why stuff has been so inconsistent. I should probably also mention he has an identical twin brother who is doing fine. But, um, you know, when your brother is struggling, it affects you too. It affects the whole family. Basically, I kind of circled the wagons a little bit. Um, I reduced my client load. I stopped posting as many podcasts. Um, But now school has started again. And as a result, things are getting back to a more regular schedule. and, And we're getting back on track. So with school beginning again, I am getting more space emotionally, cognitively, and in my calendar to do the things that I've kind of let slide really since March, April time. So you can expect the podcast to begin posting weekly again, beginning next week. But I don't want to leave you without any useful information. So let me talk a little bit about my experience with my son in as far as I can, 
without really giving any significant details about what he's been going through. For a few months there, my kid and I were just banging heads. He was not doing the things that I was asking him to do. Anxiety was really high. I found myself, you know, losing my temper with him more and more often. If you combined all the times that I lost my temper in my entire life, I probably lost my temper with him more than that in the span of a handful of months. Those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that's not my jam. Uh, That's not my deal. So I had to get a handle on it. I was not okay with it. And one day we banged heads. And I remember thinking to myself, Brendan, this isn't you. This isn't how you work. You got to figure this out. And I sat down on my bed and I literally went through the slides from my parent groups in my head, trying to find the solution. And I did on, I think it was slide three. (laughs) Didn't take that long. But what it was, was it's this slide that talks about my three core assumptions when interacting with people. And those are, everyone is doing the best they can. Everyone wants to do well. And everyone wants to please the people around them. Now, that's not always true, obviously. Some people are the exception to these rules. But by and large, I find that my life goes more smoothly when I use these basic assumptions. I kind of visualized that slide and went back out of my room and and talked to my kid. And I said, bud, I'm doing it wrong. Like, this is on me. We're banging heads and it's my fault. It's not your fault. Because I'm asking you to do things and you're not doing them. And that's what causes us to bang heads. But I know that you're doing the best that you can. And... Right now, your best is not where it has been in the past. And I was trying to hold you to those previous expectations when things were calmer and you were feeling less anxious and you were able to do more as a result. And that's just not where you are right now. So I want you to know that I realize that you're doing the best that you can. And I'm done being a jerk of a dad. I accept where you are. I still want you to do better. I'm going to help you do better but there's going to be a whole lot more helping and a whole lot less go do the thing. And our relationship went back to normal after that. We weren't at loggerheads anymore. And our relationship has remained really strong since then. Our connection is back. Um, it's, it's wonderful. I love my kid to death. And I just want him to feel supported and loved and cared for so that he can navigate the challenges that he's having to navigate. And so I think that this is a valuable insight recognizing that my kid was doing the best that he could, but the anxiety was reducing his ability to execute and to use his executive functions, which, when ADHD is in the mix, are already not that great. But also, my anxiety about the situation reduced my skill set too, because I said those are assumptions that I take with me all over the place, everywhere I go, but my anxiety was so significant that I wasn't making those assumptions. I was falling back to old school, less gentle parenting because my skill set was affected by the level of anxiety I was experiencing. And so that's an important piece here too, right? That anxiety can influence our ability to execute. It can make things more difficult. But we can reset with our kids when that happens if we're just willing to be open and honest and maybe a little bit vulnerable with them in that regard. With that, the podcast resumes a weekly postings starting next week. Thank you for riding it out with me during the course of this bumpy period of time. I hope you have a good rest of your day.
you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, ADHDessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.